Welcome to Together We Rise, the podcast. I'm Maxine, your host, spiritual guide, healer, and intuitive. This is a place for deep interdimensional dives, unpacking our world systems, paradigms, and what it is that we each can be doing to start recreating them. Each episode, I'll be joined by changemakers from an array of backgrounds, ranging from holistic wellness to activism to human rights equality, medical freedom, spiritual teachers, conscious business, and everything in between. Because they all have one common intention, and that is to actualize humanity's potential to thrive. Today's guest is the powerful Rama Kachin, intuitive guide, healer, seer, and coach. His work is incredibly diverse and has taken him all over the globe, bringing healing, remembrance, and the ways of the sacred to both the land and people. Some of you may also be familiar with him through the incredible work he does with men's medicine. This chat will be sure to serve up the goods. So without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome, Ramaka. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, it's really interesting when I was putting together the last bits and pieces for this year, it was very clear that you needed to be the last episode and it took us a minute to get here, but we're here. And I just want to always give people an opportunity before we dive in to share a little bit about their medicine, what they're here to do in this world, and a little bit about their story because we all have one. And yeah, I'm sure people will be able to connect to various parts of yours. So I'm going to pass it over to you. Thank you. Honored to be here and uh, share with your listeners. And for the last one of this awesome year that has been 2020. Um, where would you like to go? Well, 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 well. So I'll work pretty good with questions. Yeah, okay. What's your medicine for this world? Like, to be honest, like, so I've been doing this a long time. Um, when I say this, like being a guide, of sorts, I have um, mixed in the world of healing, of um, psychic ability, readings, intuitive readings, um, cleansing, cleansing land, cleansing people, helping spirits cross over, many different things. Um, but right now, I guess I'm I'm still learning and discovering what that is, given the times that we're in, because we've all had to shift in certain ways to adapt to the times that we're in and you know we're going to have to shift it up a good few notches in the couple of years to come um but at the moment it's it's a it's a rebirth and discovery for me um what is my medicine it's i guess the core essence is guiding people towards home the light within themselves mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. And I feel that. Your story, would you care to share a little bit about that? Because like I said, everyone's got one, but I feel it's really relevant to, you know, the work that you do and um it also has in essence what we've currently experienced in twenty twenty, um, as the collective, you know. Um, so could you speak to that a little bit? One or <laughs> wherever you want to start. There's a whole saga. <laughs> um, I guess because it's relevant, or well, it's 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 in the moment, it's relevant. It's it's in the present moment, right? So, um, what's the twenty sixteen? It's the twenty eighth of that year. So I guess because it is so relevant and fresh, um, part of my story to share with the listeners would be um, my anniversary from two days ago. And um, what I'm referring to is is those awakening moments that set us on a different path or that give us an opportunity to choose the path that we're going to walk. Right, whether we um, surrender and submit to the change that is there, or we continue down a path that is destructive and, and unbecoming of who we really are and can become in this world. So for me, two days ago, 
uh, December 26th, Boxing Day was my anniversary. Now, in 2004, um, so it's a 16 year anniversary, two days ago. So in 2004, I was living in the Northern Territory. And um, what happened that night, um, I guess, set me on a path of massive trauma and pain um, and addiction, which then began the healing journey into understanding that there's a choice I need to make and there's a path I need to walk or stay the same and get worse. So what happened on December 26th 26th, is I was at an orphan's party, Christmas party in, in the Northern Territory. I was living in Tenant Creek at the time, and um, what happened was my friend's girlfriend's father had got a message to come see them for Christmas. So I went around with them, and I sat drinking with the father. This is sort of trying to convince it. Um, sat drinking with the father, and then we left um, in my friend's car. I was front seat passenger. And for some reason, we ended up driving out of town. So because it's the outback, you know, you're in the desert, right? So um, my friend, she was driving, happened to be going faster and faster um, because I was intoxicated. I was drunk. And I sort of remember the lights of a car that we overtook. And it was all dark. And we're, we're cruising through the desert. Um, and she kept going faster and faster and we were all screaming slow down and then she lost control of the car um, and the car went to the left off the highway and then she tried to bring it back onto the highway and it went straight across the highway and then hit um, the ditch and then when it hit the ditch it went up on its nose so we're looking straight down at the road um, and that's when the car began to roll so we rolled just under 100 meters at 184 k's. Um, yeah. So there was five of us in the car. I was the front seat passenger. I'm the only one that made full recovery. Um, my friend died beside me. Uh, my friend's girlfriend died behind me. Um, and my friend, he's now paralyzed. Um, and the person behind me, I believe she's gone as well. So I'm the only one that, you know, being a front seat passenger, um, survived and made full recovery. And I was taken to hospital and because at that moment in the hospital, I checked out, I was flown to Alice Springs for emergency. And when we were flown to Alice Springs, I was lying in emergency and I remember because I've always had a connection with spirit ever since I was a kid. I remember lying there on the hospital bed um, and I had these hands touching my forearm, my right forearm. I couldn't really move. But I had these hands touching my forearm and I looked and there was an Aboriginal man and woman and two kids standing there. And this, they, they, the elder of the man, he looked at me and he said, you be strong, young brother. Everything's going to be okay. And then they disappeared. But mine's. I guess for me, because there's that cultural connection, they were there. And because I could see and sense spirit and feel spirit, there was that connection and letting me know that everything's going to be okay. Mm. But at that moment is where it all sort of kicked off because I've had experiences with spirit, with energy, most of my life since I was a little baby. Um, and it would come and go, but I didn't quite understand it. And then you know, when it did come, I would choose to turn against it, mm. turn away from it, sorry, turn away from it and go the other way. And then I guess this presented the opportunity to say, hey, this is the path you've got to walk, whether you like it or not, You, but you've got to choose. Right? You can choose this path or you can choose that path of destruction. Right? Mm. Because I was going okay, job to job, I was just exploring, traveling to Australia, drinking, partying, the it works, right? So the funny thing is I put up a status the other day 
in honor of that memory of that of that anniversary and those that had parts in their family. It happened the same day and the same time the tsunami hit Thailand. Um and Boxing Day is also my birth mother's birthday. Uh, she was in Darwin and she found out through the news because the news had said that I was deceased. So she was trying to find me. Um, she found me. And then, yeah, um, she came down. My other mother from overseas, she flew over, came down, and um, they helped me through the healing process. That's sort of, I guess, one of my awakening moments where... I began to walk this path unknowingly, <laughs> right? Because when I left the Northern Territory and I, I came down, I, I was in Toowoomba for three months recovering at a friend's farm. And then I came to the Gold Coast. And because I was a barman in the Northern Territory, I went into bartending down here. Um, and six months after I'd moved down here, I was taken out into surface and I found the Gold Coast, surface paradise. And that's where the unraveling of my trauma and pain began, I guess, because I spent the next almost three years every day in surface on alcohol, drugs, um, fights, women, and then just being a rat bag, you know. Um, and it got to a point where I, I was living in an apartment in Burley. And it got to a point where I um, got drunk one night and I just had enough because I, I used to go out and drink and I'd party and I'd come home and bawl my eyes out because I was still not dealing with the pain that was there. I was still blaming myself for for everything that took place and not being able to save my friends um, because, like, even, even for promising or giving my word because when I was drinking with my friend's father, he asked me to make a promise and said to me, can you promise to look after my daughter if you had to see her when she's out? I said, yeah, I'll give you my word. I treat her like my sister. And then 20 minutes later, she was dead. So I guess that weight carried a lot with me, a lot of pressure. And then when I... Um, was there in my apartment. I just got to that low point where I'd had enough. And there was a knife on my bench and I picked up the knife and I split my arm open. Sideways. Yeah. Um, and then I woke up in the morning and I looked at my arm and said, no. Because I had been through everything, not just the accident, not just the cutting open my arm, but everything I've been through throughout my whole life, seeing, feeling, sensing, all my experiences, all my drama, etc., etc., etc. I haven't been through all of that to do what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And right then, yeah, I made the decision within myself, said no more, and I quit alcohol and drugs. Went cold turkey. Right there for three and a half years to make sure that I was away from it, but disconnected from people that were toxic for me, um, people that we were no longer on the same path anymore. It was during that time, just before I had made that decision to stop, that I had actually met my mentor who helped me understand what I carry or who I am and can be. And in a nutshell, I guess that's, that's a huge reason why I am here doing what I do today. Mm. That's incredible. So, <laughs> for me, it's, it's, I know everyone goes through their own different experiences. We're not all the same. But the thing is, like, for me, if I can go through all those different things that I've been through, which most would not survive, then we can make a choice to overcome anything. Yep. I'm glad that you said we can make a choice because I feel like that is something that's on offer for all of us this year. And I mean, thank you for sharing 
all of that because I know that, like I said in the beginning, there's going to be various parts of that that people resonate and connect with. And, you know, we all have levels of adversity that we go through, but it's what do we do with that? And do we allow that to gift us the experience of evolving and even when it's challenging and tough and takes us to dark places that we don't necessarily get taught how to move through because I feel that's a really big thing that people feel and we've been conditioned to that right like it's we should only be experiencing happy things or things that give us fulfillment or things that feel good in the moment and when we are in those other places it's like it's wrong we shouldn't be experiencing that um and for many people I've witnessed it and I've seen it in various ways whether that be directly or from you know a wider lens view as to what we're collectively been shifting through but it's that choice now and what do we do with that and I'm really curious as to what you've got to say on that because I know that you've got plenty to say on 2020 but it's what choices do we make now and what do we do with what we've experienced in 2020 because we need to also give things its place and darkness its place what do you have to say about 2020 and the darkness just touching briefly on something you just said before Mm. i wanted to mention that um you know where we're told that um the darkness is bad and and negativity is bad and you got to stay away from it and I remember years ago when I first started walking the path of spirit and opening up and developing, you know, I would go everywhere. I would go to all the different events that were anywhere near me. Um, I'd read all the books, watch all the docos, you know, and, and just fuel myself with information and experience and understandings and people's journeys. Because the thing is, like, when you can take in another's journey and experiences, when you can read, when you can watch documentaries, when you can go to certain events, it expands your awareness and consciousness in ways that you don't necessarily see or understand. And, and that's what I did. And it's the struggle I became by going to all these things and opening up and expanding, going, ah, oh, that resonates with me. Ah, oh, that doesn't resonate with me. And listening to that, the resonates, it doesn't resonate in that you're trusting your own intuition to what feels right for you and what feels true for you and what you need to do for yourself. Now, when I first began years ago, there were a lot of people that would say that, you know, you've got to push out the negativity or anger is bad and darkness is bad. You've got to push it away and stay only in the positive. And I was like, get that? But something doesn't sit right with it. And then growing myself over the years, you come to understand, okay, no, you cannot deny a part that is yourself. Because we are shadow, we are light, we're light, we're dark. So it's in order to understand the light that we carry, we have to do the shadow work. In order to understand and see the light, you've got to know the dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some people, for some people, they've taken it and they've allowed it to to implode, right? To they've allowed it to um, what's the word? Um, to crush them, mm-hmm. right? They feel defeated. They feel defeated. They feel hopeless. They feel wrapped up in fear. And you can see it when you go out. Right? People make sure they stand on their little stickers on the floor. They make sure they follow the arrows out the door this way when the door this way is right next door. <laughs> right next to it. Right? They make sure they put on their masks and, and everything else. <laughs> so trying to speak into all of this without condemning people and trying to remain in that understanding of humanity mm. can be a very difficult thing. Oh, yeah. Because when we say, yeah, right? <laughs> because when, when we say you don't need a mask, you don't have to throw all of these little arrows on the ground, mm-hmm. you don't have to stand in your little sticker, you don't have to sign in your contact details when you go to sit at a restaurant, mm-hmm. right? People think thunder and lightning, oh, my God. <laughs> you know? When it's, it's what I've seen, over the past however many months that it's been now, right? The main thing here. Mm. Now when when all this sort of kicked off, I called it from the start from the start and I said, you know, this is not real, it's fear. Mm. Right? The one thing that 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 they that they're doing is they're getting into people's consciousness and awareness and thrusting all this propaganda in their face so that they believe this narrative and separate from the intuitive nature, the, 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 
the spirit of who they really are and their connection to their brothers and sisters and their family unit. Mm. They're separating that so that people are following this so that down the track this agenda comes into play and that's what we accept because the agenda that's in play is yes, there's been COVID, now we've got the vaccine and I guarantee you what's coming and what's already here is artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. There is, I mean, there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. So the darkness, the darkness of 2020, I believe that in order to really understand it, we're going to have to get brutally honest with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and what I mean is, you know, if, if people are listening to this and, you know, they're making certain choices in their life today because of what has taken place this year, if you're choosing to put on a mask, why are you doing it? Like, because that's, that's, that's a part of darkness. It's not the heavy side of it, but it is a part of the darkness because they're asking you to cover yourself. So that you're not connecting, so that you're not, in all honesty, sometimes I just want to fucking feel. Oh, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> because, and, but that's the thing, isn't it? It's in those moments, we get to choose to embody what the new looks like. And it's, you know, that is our test and our challenge to overcome because if we really are the keepers of the new way and we are really here to serve as that and a lot of the people listening to this whether you're aware of it or not you're part of it because you wouldn't be listening to this energetically it wouldn't resonate for you to even come here so know that if you're listening you're a part of these changes and it's what we do in those moments even when we want to scream and we want to be like what are you doing like can you not see this you are you are creating what it is that they want us to create by being so complicit and just being under the spell. But it's how do we go? What were we going to say? Oh, no, sorry. No, no. Um, but it's how do we want to show up? And I guess what you said before about that whole understanding of choice, we've got to have a deeper why as to be able to come back to when that happens because we are not going to create that narrative and that reality any longer you know it, it, it every day is a conscious choice mm. so what are you going to do today how are you going to live today um how are you going to react or respond to your brothers and sisters when you go out in the world today you know are you going to judge and condemn because they're not wearing a mask are you going to judge and condemn because they are wearing a mask mm. uh, or are you going to in whatever way comes to you at that present moment share some sort of positive influence or inspiration or understanding that can just because the bottom line is if if you're conforming you're part of the problem Mm. and you know that's that i understand that that is a judgment and the thing for me is you know i don't necessarily believe a lot of things that a lot of people do right people like oh don't don't judge but the thing is you are going to judge because it's part of being it's what you do and how you do it when you do it's like when you're angry it's what you do when you're angry how you do it when you are angry right so when it comes to understanding this year looking at everything that's happened looking at how you show up day to day are you wearing your mask are you following the rules are you doing exactly what TV tells you because straight up down the line if that's what you're doing then you're brought by the system Hmm. you're brought by those that are trying to keep us in this container that stop us remembering the infinite consciousness of who we are and who we came here to be you know we are infinite beings whether people understand that or not deep down that resonates with everybody I believe that (laughs) because within ourselves there's always that sense of wonder and magic and belief, whatever that is to them, to, to everybody, whatever that is to you as an individual, it's there somewhere. And all it needs is a little water, a little love, a little sunshine, mm. and allow, nurture that into flourishing, into coming out so that you can realize, you know what? I know who I am. I'm a healthy human being. <laughs> I don't need the government to tell me that I'm not healthy. I don't need the government to tell me that I've got COVID just because <laughs> I've got a sore throat today. <laughs> because magically, all the flus, all the coughs, all the sore throats, they've all disappeared because now it's COVID. Mm. 
So everybody knows who we are in the heart of who we are. Mm-hmm. All we just got to do is remember. And we can remember that connection by separating from all the bullshit that is taking place. We come back to that zero point. I'm an infinite being. And I'm here to live my life. Hmm. So 2020 has been full of, you know, as I said before, there's been a lot of people that have just swamped in fear and overwhelm and darkness. And at the same time, there are so many people this year that have flourished, that have taken everything that's gone on and go, you know what? This is inspiring me to get out and live my life. And that's what we've got to do. I firmly believe that's what we've got to do. <laughs> when, when you see officials and politicians and experts talking, um, there's a lot of people that watch the news. And if you don't watch the news, you're going to see it on social media anyway, through somebody's posts. So are you listening to what all these cats are saying? Or are you sitting, hold on, there's something not right about it. So what's not right about it? It's making me feel negative. And I'm feeling afraid. Okay, cool. So if you're feeling afraid, they're pumping fear. Mm-hmm. We're sitting in the hole. You deserve better. You came here to live your life no matter what is going on. Trust in yourself. Take action for yourself. Empower your health. And live to the very best you can. Mm-hmm. You're not going to really feel that energy of fear, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a conscious choice to make every single day. And yeah. you can choose to live or you can choose to suffer. Mm. There was something you said before about um, judgment and anger and then also tying into fear. But I just wanted to touch on judgment a little bit because we can still make an observation without necessarily attaching a judgment to it. And I just want to offer that up to people because Sometimes, and especially, and I know we'll get to this in a minute, and you've got quite a lot to say on New Age spirituality as well, but, you know, like this whole love and light thing, it's like, oh, we shouldn't be even entertaining those emotions, and you touched on it just before, but we can still witness things without necessarily putting judgment on people and making them wrong. Just because something's happening doesn't mean we put our blinkers on and be like, it's not happening. We have a physical reality that we exist in as well. So I just want people to know that just because you're observing something doesn't necessarily mean that you have a judgment on it per se. But anger, I feel like that's something that people, we don't get taught how to use that and allow it to be a catalyst for action because there are certain things that have happened this year that have outraged and angered a lot of people but have been able to channel it in a way that, you know, they've started speaking up and they've started using their voice and they've let it be the fire that gets them to become an advocate for, you know, our freedom. And I just wanted you to potentially offer up a little bit around anger and being able to deal and process that because, yeah, it's something that I feel we kind of want to put a lid on and be like, no, you shouldn't be experiencing that, especially to keep us submissive. So when it comes to anger, there's two ways that I, or there's three ways that I, I, I should say four ways that I sort of deal with it. Yeah. One is to get out of nature. My favorite. Other is the greatest healer there is, and she's free. Mm-hmm. Right, she's free. She's free in the sense, so long as you are honoring her, because a lot of people forget that. <laughs> a lot of people take, 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 take. Or destroy, destroy, destroy because it's what they want. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you can honor her, she will heal. <laughs> um, second thing is to talk it out. Now, if you're feeling angry, express why you're angry. What's coming up for you? Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got somebody like a confidant that you can share with, or a partner or a friend that's willing to listen, why are you angry? Okay, cool. So speak through the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Because when you can give voice to it, it slowly starts to break down, right? And then you can see it and go, ah, okay, cool. Well, this is making me angry because she said this, but is it worth worrying about? Or, you know, um, so, so yeah, sorry, speaking about other nature, meditation. Right? Now, I know for some, it's not always easy to <laughs> meditate when you're like, <laughs> 
And he just did like full of meditation face because they're not going to be able to see what you just did. <laughs> okay, yeah. So meditation is one way. Another way is to go to the gym or go for a run or exercise, whatever you choose to do for exercise, to release it. Mm-hmm. Right? Another way is um, somatic release, yeah? Whether you prime or scream, whether you jump up and down, whether you dance, but to release that energy from your breath. And I guess one thing that helps me is breath, using breath work to help shift. So it's like if you were to have, um, so sort of see yourself like a funnel, I guess if you were to see yourself like a funnel and the, the stuff coming into the funnel is your anger. So you're breathing that down and then you're releasing it. Right. The other thing is what you can do is breathe in the anger and then shift it through your breath into positive action that you can take. And what I mean by that is when you're sitting in your breath work, you breathe in that anger and you breathe out positive action. You breathe in that anger, you breathe out that clarity. You breathe in that anger, you breathe out whatever you're envisioning for you to take action on to bring positive change. I love that one. That one's amazing because people can apply that, you know, straight away. And there was something else um, when I was feeling into anger before and, um, you know, the masculine archetype of, you know, what we've kind of seen override a lot of the old paradigm way of doing things. But... I don't feel like it's masculinity in its authentic sense. And this is something that you've been sharing about a little bit and something that I've seen happen so much in the last year, um, you know, and I guess this is particularly around males' roles and how we are not honouring men in the sense that they can be in their masculine. And this is, yeah, I've got a few examples where, you know, especially when they're being forced to be submissive, they're not honouring their own masculine energy. And the women have really overridden their roles and trying to be the warriors. And I've seen so many incredible women step up this year. And that has its role and has had its place. But I feel like 2021 is really asking for a bigger shift on that level in terms of the men needing to have that space to be that as opposed to the women being the ones that are doing the forerunning on that and trying to yeah kind of almost not allow them the space to be what it is that they need to be because I don't believe that women are small males we are different we have different energies we have different things to contribute and I guess I'm just curious to hear what you have to say about that so so I just want to mention Within all of that, within all of that, there is a dangerous line because what the system or, or, or those in power, whatever you choose to call it, what they're trying to bring in and what they are bringing in, it's transhuman, right? It's like where we're headed. There's some interesting times that lay ahead, right? But um, what I have noticed personally this year, especially, is, you know, sisters, they're stepping up strong and they're asking, they're asking without asking for the men to do the same, to step up as warriors, to step up as men, to, to step up as protectors and providers. Right? The other thing, what I have noticed with a lot of sisters too, at the same time is because they've asked for the men to step up and they're not doing it. So they go, okay, fuck you. I will. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not going to do it, I will. And I get, I get the whole individuality, you know, you have a right, you know, stand in your truth and your presence. But at the same time, you know, we cannot, we as men cannot do what you can as female. Mm-hmm. Just as you as females cannot do what we can as men. You know, there are sole responsibilities that we have to take for ourselves in order to step up and do the work. Now, as men, you know, what I so a lot of, especially this year, is men are being overly feminized. The essence of men is being overly feminized. Mm-hmm. Now it's a different, 
when you're talking about, you know, men are being overly feminized. And then you have, for example, men that want to be female, blah, 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 blah. How can we approach it all without condemning others, without defending others, and bring awareness and understanding that, hey, if this is the path we're walking, you've got to see further down the line that this is the agenda that they have that we are playing into. Perfect example is the mask. Mm -hmm. We're playing into this down here. This is what people aren't seeing, or most people. Mm -hmm. So how do we talk about the feminizing, feminization of men? How do we talk about men stepping up without offending our sisters? Well, why does a man have to do that? At the same time, you know, this year I've seen a lot of brothers that are in men's work that are still presenting those toxic behaviors as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen online men that I know that are in men's groups offending sisters online. Mm-hmm. So on both sides of the fence, we have to come to some sort of awareness within ourselves and understanding within ourselves that, hey, I'm a female. This is what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm a brother. I'm a male. This is what I better do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's personal responsibility. It is. It is. It's personal responsibility because the thing is, like, if we as brothers forget our manhood and turn to this feminization of of who we are, then down the track, with all the agenda that's in play, who, excuse my language, the fuck, is going to step up and protect the people mm. with what's coming, with what's going on. Because what they're trying to do is break down the warrior spirit. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that is the reality that they want to bring into play. And for everyone that's here, it is our duty and responsibility to not allow that to happen. If we feel alignment and resonance with the fact that we are here to be creating our lives the way that we see fit and not be submissive and passive and allow other people to tell us what is right or wrong for us. And it's that warrior spirit has something that, or it's been something that they've always been wanting to, I guess, reduce because it's even something, um, you know, with First Nations people all around the world, that essence kind of, hmm, The way that I've received about that this year in particular is why they've chosen to or why, I guess, things have played out the way that they have is because they know that they are the ones that are most connected to the land. They are the ones that are most connected to the higher realms. They are so capable in all ways to support us to thrive. And we as people that live, I guess, in the Western world, We've not connected to those ways and we all we all hold those archetypes within us, but it's, again, we've allowed the conditioning to take over for way too long and we all have those wild elements that live within us and I feel like Indigenous practice is really, really important and I'm kind of being pushed that way right now. So I know that this is something you spoke about before in terms of the connection that you had with the accident that you had and spirit coming to you and um, the support that you've received from them. But it's something for all of us to remember that the land that we're on as well carries the ability for us to access these parts of ourselves. And I know that that's a part of the work that you do for people that can feel the resonance with this, but they might not necessarily know how to harness it what is it that they could be doing to connect deeper with the earth energy and with the ancestors that carry the frequency of that, you know, essence of the warrior? So, so the thing is, like, all cultures of the world, all, all indigenous and first nations people of the world, um, they have automatically, they have that understanding, that connection <laughs> to the land. Because it's, it's, it's in, it's in the blood. Yeah. We come from strong traditions, strong lines, strong cultures, strong peoples, strong bloodlines connected to the land that link right up to the stars and the ancients. Yeah. Um, and so therefore it, 
like in all honesty, it, it is a lot easier for people of culture to be able to link in and, and understand these things. Mm-hmm. You know? And from what I have noticed over the years, whether it's because I've been so many places and I've been among so many different cultures, what I have noticed over the years is, and, and it, this is the, there's so many different fine lines between certain things, right? So when we speak about culture and indigenous and first nations, this is a thing because people still are not listening to them. Mm-hmm. They're still not listening. You know, and, and, you know, I hear, I hear white people and I'm not getting racist. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, when you start to talk like that, people go, oh, you're being racist. When no, no, it's not about that. I'm not racist. Mm-hmm. Right? I've heard people ask, well, I've gone to speak to the elders, but they won't tell me. They won't tell you anything because you're still not listening. Mm. So why would they speak? <laughs> so many hours I know they've gone into quiet because people aren't listening. Mm. So why would we speak now? I mean, people weren't listening way back when the Native Americans were flourishing. What's the difference now? It was not that long ago when we had Standing Rock. Mm. You know, where the indigenous stood to protect the land and they got a water gun down. And pepper spray shot. Right. So that's getting into the heart of all these things that are taking place. But if people want to connect, it's right there. It's out your door, it's out your window. You can put your feet on the grass, put your feet on the sand. Give thanks. Like and this will feel funny to a lot of people because you've never done it before. But this is something that comes naturally to us because we do it all the time. You know, it's like riding a bike. It's like going to the gym. If you want to connect, you've got to build that muscle. Right? So when you wake up in the morning and you stand outside and you look at the world and you see the world and the wonder and the magic that it is, not when you stand outside and it's a cloudy day or it's a shit day. You stand outside and go, wow, how amazing this world is, the weather can change from sunshine to grey clouds. <laughs> and I find the beauty because the beauty is there. The seed is there waiting for you to water it. And this is for everybody. The seed is right in front of you. All you need to do is water it. Mm-hmm. Right? So the earth is there. So you want to connect to the earth as we do. Honour the earth. Pay attention to the direction of the winds. Mm. Honor the direction of the winds, the north, the south, the east, the west. You know? Give gratitude for this beautiful day, wherever you are. Mm. When you go into ceremony, right? And, and you bless your food or your, or you have cacao. Give a little bit back to the land in gratitude. You know, when you, like, when I go to drink my cup, pour a little bit back in the earth, because mm-hmm. thanks. Right? Whatever you feel guided to do, and trust in that. Okay? The more you build upon that, the more you do it, the stronger your trust will become. The stronger your connections will become. When you go for a walk, if you go for a walk outside, Feet on the earth, you look at nature, you look at the animals, the birds, give thanks. You know, when a bird flies past me, like close past me, oh, hey brother, good morning. <laughs> Just paying attention and connecting to those energies. Mm. And a strong, a strong, a strong way to connect in too is to visualize. Like visualize you, a light, cord of light, Flowing from you to that bird, or from you to that dolphin that you see, or from you to that cat walking down the street, whatever. Right? Because the thing about that is you're connecting energetically, telepathically, because animals work on visualization. Mm-hmm. So, so visualization and feeling, senses. Yeah? 
Mm-hmm. Very intuitive. I sense and I feel. Mm-hmm. So when you can begin to tap into that yourself, you begin to connect to all these things. Mm-hmm. And breathe. All there. <laughs> but you've got to start doing it. And you've got to, you've got to set this up as a ritual for yourself daily. If you want to do this. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you have to want to do it. It's not because someone's telling you or you think that that's the right thing to do. It's you've got to want to keep showing up. And I guess that comes back to a lot of the essence of what we've spoken about is personal responsibility and self-responsibility and honouring yourself and making sure that you're doing what you need to raise your vibration, to feel good in your body, to emanate the frequency at which you want to create in this world. And there are two things that I want to um, finish with. The first one's a bit of a bigger one to open up toward the end, but I just want you to surface level touch it because I feel it is an important part of what's coming. And, again, they've kind of been seeding the narrative on this and it's disclosure of, you know, extraterrestrial beings other beings that are necessarily of (laughs) human origin, but is something that's coming and it's already here. But when the people are ready for it, it's going to be, I guess, available at a more mainstream level. But I do feel that there is an important role for those that have been doing the work to play in stabilising for what is to come. And that would be what I just would want you to speak to. <laughs> so, extraterrestrial beings, like, okay, we are not alone in this world. We're not alone in our solar system, in this universe, in this multiverse, because there's more than one universe, right? It's, it's infinite. Yeah? So, they're already here on this earth. They're already present in the skies. When it does become mainstream understanding and awareness, when it does become public knowledge, look to those that have been doing the work and understand. Because they can help you understand. Be aware as well that there is a high possibility that governments, experts, celebrities, and people in power will use it as a gateway of fear and separation between the people and these extraterrestrials. The other thing is, there's a lot of people that think extraterrestrials, aliens, angels, they're going to come down and save us. They're not here to save us. We have to do that ourselves. Yeah, aliens are not going to come and save us. Jesus is not going to walk down from the clouds in the sky and go, I'm here to save you, my children. There are a lot of people believe that, and it's fine. But if you're not open to your beliefs and your your truth being challenged so that you can change then there's something there that is not right Mm. that's who you can look at because for me I'm open to my beliefs and truth changing because it will always change right what I believed 10 years ago what was my truth 10 years ago it's not the same With extraterrestrials, be open. Be open. Be open. Be open. Be open. Because there's nothing to be afraid of. There is nothing to be afraid of. And when you can work on yourself, do the work on yourself, whatever that is, mind, body, spirit, whether you have to take care of your health, whether you have to work through trauma, pain, emotions. Do the work. 
so that when that does happen, you can stand confident within yourself going, hold on, I'm open. Hmm. As I'm open and I'm confident within who I am, I'm open to the fact that there is things out there, there are things out there that I do not understand yet. You're seeing different things in this world. Because my belief is they're not here to harm us. Mm. They're here to help guide. They're here to help teach. They're here to help guide. They're not here to save. Okay. And the natural thing for humans to do is to react in the fear and attack. Now the thing is, this is for everybody, all of us. In our day-to-day life, the life that we're living on our journey, if we see things and the natural reaction is always fear and attack, then something is wrong. Because that is not who we are. We're not designed to live by fear and attack another being. Hmm. And if, if you see that going on in the world, then you can understand that, that there is so far from the beautiful essence of who we really are. Hmm. And if we buy into that, as people have been doing, we become separated from humanity. So, when you see this, when it does happen, be open and understand that, you know, there are things beyond our comprehension, beyond our understanding, but they're not here to come meet you. And look to those that, look to those that are connected. And when I say connected, look to those that are standing in alignment with their truth. Look to those that are out there speaking their truth and standing for humanity because those people will be the ones to help guide you through it all. Mm. This is why we're here. We're going to see a lot more change to come over the years. 2021 and 2022 is going to make 2020 look like a walk in the park. But because we've been through all of this year, we've built up ourselves in certain ways that are prepared for the next few years to come. Mm. And if you're still buying into the masks and the little stickers on the ground and your little contact tracing apps, and I ask you, go outside, sit with nature, breathe, take your mask off, sit with nature and breathe, and ask, because the answer is there. What is the truth? The truth is, I to live my life here to embrace all the beauty of this world. I'm not here to be told that I'm not healthy and I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to be told that I need to follow a little dotted line on, on the ground. I'm not here to be told that oh, I need to sign into a contact tracing app because of COVID and I have to go sit over there. When a meter away you can do something different. Common sense. So many people have forgotten it. <laughs> and at the same time, with all this going on, I just want to touch quickly with all this going on. While we're being led astray from all these distractions fed to us by the government, by people like Bill Gates and everybody else caught up in that game, there's also the people over here. Everything is love and light. We've already won. It's all over. It's already done. We're all in 5D already. It's game over. We've won the, we've won the, won the battle. The new world is here. The golden age is here now. No, it's not. (laughs) And this is what a lot of people believe, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But you've got to be open to your belief chain. Mm -hmm. Because I can tell you with all that I am and all that I'm showing, we're a long fucking way to go. You know, because what what has taken place this year, that is just the tip of the iceberg. And we're in for another good decade plus of different things that are going to happen. You know, and if 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 we're led into these distractions of fear and negativity by the government and 
take the vaccine and all that sort of stuff. And if we're led astray by everybody over here saying, we've already won, we don't need to do anything, the golden age is here, we're going to be distracted from our power and we're going to do nothing. Mm -hmm. Because one, we're too afraid, or two, we think everything's done. Mm. Let's just kick. Let's just kick back and. You know. <laughs> I, the thing is like the sorry because the thing is like the 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 powers that be they've infiltrated every level of society. Every level of society. We are only at barely the beginning stages of what would be the next era or the next golden age. We have a long way to go. Mm. We do. And, but that's the beauty of it. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey that we're living every day. And I'm asking people, be conscious of the day that you choose to live, mm -hmm. the way that you behave, the way that you respond or react. Are you living in fear? Like honestly, <laughs> are you, are you living by people telling you that you need to follow arrows in one door? And arrows out the other when they both do the same thing. Where's your common sense? Are you living by, okay, cool, um, everything's done, I don't need to do anything. <laughs> we need to show up every single day. We need to do the work every single day. And no matter what takes place, let's keep living our lives. Mm. And it just... You bring that up, it's you already finished off what I wanted to ask you. So, um, in terms of the golden age and where it is that we're heading, I mean, the energy is available to us, is how I've received it. The energy is here, but the physical actualization of that is going to take a minute. And that's where people need to realize that just because it's here doesn't mean that it's physically all going to be tomorrow that, you know, we're experiencing this. We, all have assigned ourselves a role here. We all have a really important part to play in bringing it to life. But that doesn't mean that the darkness is just going to dissipate tomorrow either, just because these new frequencies are accessible to us. We've still got to embody them and transmute and integrate the things of that within ourselves that are reflective of these denser energies. And that's not to say that they're right or wrong, but it's coming back to, yes, it's here, but it's not physically a reality yet. And it's everything that we do that is going to allow us to step into it or not, because it still requires us to show up. Yeah. Like in order to really step into this coming golden age and, and live that life, you know, we've got to constantly show up every single day, whatever that show up means. Mm. If that show up means, um, my body's drained, so I'm just going to rest today. Then that's how you show up. <laughs> if your show up is, I've got to go to work and I've got to go have this meeting and do that and do that and do that, then that's how you show up. If your show up is, um, I need to go do some self-love, so I'm going to go to the sauna and I'm going to go to the beach, then that's how you show up. <laughs> you've got to show up every single day. You've got to stop buying into the distractions that we're being fed all throughout 2020, and there's plenty more coming. Wait till the ones that come. Gotta make this look like a piece of cake. And then you also gotta be aware of these people that are living in the false love and light world. Mm -hmm. you know, I know so many beautiful people that are bypassing everything that's going on. And it's dangerous because you're leading people and people are looking to you. They're looking to you because you're a leader and they're leading them down. Oh, yes, it's already here. We're already done. No. If you go out into the world and you see how many homeless are on the streets, is it done? Mm. If you go out and you see there was a suicide bomber on Christmas Day in Tennessee, is mm. it done? Mm. So go do a little love and light and you ask me, I'll ask, ask, ask you again, is it done? No, it's not. Mm -hmm. There's still issues in the world that we need to face, and how we face that is by showing up as best as we can every single day without the false preaching. Mm. Without being covered in distraction and fear. Mm. So, whoever's listening, if this message speaks to you, how do you choose to live your life every day? Mm. You, your life every day. And whatever you can do 
take action to be the best that you can, even if you're feeling down and out, if you're feeling drained. What can you do to consciously bring change to life? Well, I feel like that's a pretty good place to finish. But before we do, I just want to ask you, is there anything that you feel is left unsaid? Oh, so much. <laughs> I know, we can't ram it all into an hour. <laughs> much. Look, um, we are at the end of 2020. I just want to congratulate everybody, whoever's listening, whoever does listen. Congratulate everybody for making it through this year because I understand that this year it was very tough for so many. Mm. You should be proud of yourself for still being there because so many people chose to give up. You know, we're not, we're everybody's looking at the numbers of people that apparently died with COVID because nobody has died from COVID. But everybody's focusing on those numbers of COVID. No one's focusing on the numbers of people that gave up and committed suicide because they couldn't take it anymore. So you should be proud of yourself for making it to the end of this year. And understand that if you can make it through this year, you can make it through next year. Mm-hmm. And the year after. And the year after. You're here to live this human experience. And currently, these are the things taking place in our human experience, but it, it does not mean that this has to be the life that we will be living. We get to be the change every single day. Mm-hmm. And even though we've seen all this stuff take place this year, with governments, with media, with police, with COVID, with everything that's taken place, even though we've seen all this stuff, we can choose to be the change every single day within ourselves. We can choose not to turn on the media. We can choose not to buy into the media stories. We can choose not to listen to the propaganda that's being sold. We can choose to trust in our own health. By going, you know what? I don't feel healthy, so I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to, I'm going to start at the gym and just show up today. And then the next day, I'm going to show up today better than I did yesterday. Hmm. Because my one main goal, is to be better than the person I was yesterday. Right? You don't need to plan out a whole six months and go, yep, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that's what I'm going to do. If that works for you, awesome. But if just showing up today is all that it takes for you, then just show up today and then worry about tomorrow when it comes. But you can make it through next year. <laughs> There's so many things that you can do to keep going. Look at others in the community that are out there helping to guide, lead the way, shining the light. Hmm. You know, and, and when you hear politicians and people like Bill Gates and everybody else speak, understand the feeling of fear and negativity and those that actually want to help you. Hmm. And I'm going to say it, stay away from the shop. Yep, I'm with you on that. Stay away from the shop because you'll see in time to come what will happen to those that do. You get to live your life as best as you can (laughs) without being afraid to do so. (laughs) Yes. Agree with that 100%. If people want to connect with you and find you, where can they best do that? I know that you're pretty active on social media and you've got a few other alternative accounts set up, but where can they find you? Um, Instagram. Uh, I think my Instagram is spiritwarrior777. I'll link it in the show notes as well so that people know that. Uh, Spirit Warrior Triple Seven, um, Men's Medicine, um, and also my profile, Ronnie Kachin. Uh, they can find me on Parlor as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, it's Jedi Warrior or something. <laughs> okay, perfect. I will make sure that I link to that too. Um, and I'm pretty sure you can find them on your Instagram account as well. So, 
yeah, um, definitely check him out if you uh, resonate with anything that he said. And we didn't even get to men's medicine and the work that he does there, but definitely for the guys out there, check them out too. And yeah, I mean, we covered a lot. I feel like it, it, in a short amount of time, we were able to kind of get to most of what. In a short amount of time, we just thought I'd. <laughs> we kind of nudged it. <laughs> but I do feel like the takeaway messages were there for people, you know. It's, it's all there, but it's, we've got to action it. And it comes back to every single one of us continuing to show up and to own our piece of the greater whole. And there is magic that's possible, but it's going to take us a minute to get there. And it requires all of us to, yeah be willing to play the game yeah so just quickly (laughs) if people were to substitute so if people were to replace things going on in the world in terms of say what i'm getting at is for example go watch the lion king yeah like actually go and watch the lion king and if you replace scar's face with Bill Gates and anybody else that is crooked in this world, or all your politicians, and then put yourself in the shoes of Simba, <laughs> remember who you are. Mm. And Mufasa can be spirit, or can be somebody who's a guide to you. <laughs> now asking you to remember who you are, because when you can do that, then all this other stuff begins to fade away, and you start to live in alignment with who you are, Hmm. Yes, perfect. Well, it looks like I'll be watching The Lion King later. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so, so much. I really appreciate you and everything that you continue to do. Definitely check him out. Um, And, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Now, before I go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here with me and wanting to do your part in recreating the status quo. If you got something out of today's episode, I would love if you could leave me a review and forward this on to anyone that you feel would benefit or even share it on your socials. I just want to close by saying I appreciate you. And until next time, remember that together we truly do rise.